This CT and Viewpoint is brought to you by Citrix. This is CT and Viewpoint on CIO Talk Network. Welcome listeners. This is Sanjog All, your host, and the topic for conversation is remote work is here to stay, how to make it scalable and secure. So to run a relevant business today, with a competitive advantage and edge, we need a scalable, reliable, and a secure operation that supports the future of work. An operation that offers both the remote and on-the-go employees the clarity and confidence to meet customer demands. It should allow employees for the freedom that they crave to work and serve their customers anytime and anywhere while enjoying the much-needed work-life balance. And it should also enable you as a business to respond to market changes quickly and effectively. So what does it take? to build such a resilient and a future-fit organization that grows at the speed of change? So to discuss this, I have with me Sarisha Mandawa. Sarisha is the Chief Information Officer at Greenpath Financial Wellness, a nonprofit in the USA with a national footprint that supports people's lifelong financial wellness. Hey, Sarisha, how are you? Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Sanjog. Thanks for having me. So, Sirisha, we know that we are in these turbulent times. So what are the top challenges preventing businesses from running a scalable, a reliable, and secure operations? Yeah, it's, it is a challenge. I think that's a good word to use here. I think there are about, I can actually list several Sanjog, but I think the top few that come to my mind are, number one is really mentally exhausted workforce, right? We've had so much to deal with at home, so much socially, and also so much to adapt to at work. I think there's there's just a lot. And uh, I call it the change overload, right? We've had that for the past year and uh, everybody's just overloaded and exhausted. And I think that's a big challenge. Uh, the second is tech adaptability, right? And the costs involved with the technical adaptability. So people have adapted real well with all of the technology we've thrown at them <laughs> overnight when everybody had to work remote. but that is varied among all the employees, right? Some adapted well and some can use the tools real well and some can't. And that also has caused a challenge in um, balancing information security and flexibility. So how do we make sure that people are using these tools and technology in a secure manner? And that we are keeping all our commitments to our partners and our clients to keep the information secure and compliant while giving our employees the flexibility that's needed. So those are just a few. I can go a laundry list. No, absolutely. So what would you say are your learnings from all the attempts you may have made to address such challenges? And based on what you've experienced, what is working based on what you've tried and what isn't? 
Yeah, so I think I'll talk about like what worked well, right? Especially when everybody went remote last year, and even now as they're continuing to be remote, and we're still planning the return to work strategies. The biggest thing I think that made a difference is recognizing people and their needs and encouraging self-care. So that's, we are a very people-oriented culture. So we've incorporated several self-awareness and self-care prioritization programs. We've had, we have an empathy coach on staff and she has put up videos uh, for our folks to practice self-care. We have encouraged people to do 45-minute meetings. So we start five minutes after and end 10 minutes early so that, you know, people have time to just take a mental break from work. Things like that, right? Really encouraging, encouraging people to care for themselves and not be overloaded with digital tools. The other thing is to slow down. And I know it's hard, right? When so many things are coming at us, it's really hard to slow down. But actually to slow down, be selective and do things right. And while I say do things right, we also have to balance it with not chasing perfection, right? That's really important that you know, we don't chase perfection and try to do, try to test out things forever. That's something that I would say is, is in the category of what isn't working. And then I would say the times have shown us that there isn't enough time to plan. So when we don't have enough time to plan, you know, sometimes when we overcome one challenge, another challenge just comes in front of us. So just giving grace to ourselves and being okay with when something goes wrong and we haven't had enough time to think through it and be resilient. So those are a few things that come to mind. So Sarisha, with the workforce gone remote, well-architected digital workspaces could be a good foundation for getting every employee and stakeholder to work cohesively to serve internal and external customer needs. So how well are companies adopting this digital workspace concept and what are the related challenges? Yes, Sanjog. Um, so digital workspaces are real important, right? They've become more important now because we are so dependent on that to give good experiences. I think the first and foremost thing is reliability. Reliability and flexibility. We need to ensure that whatever workspaces we're architecting to have the best experience need to be reliable, especially when people, employees are dispersed. They, that's the only way they connect, right? So it's really important to do that. I think that's a challenge, especially with so many external variables that are there, like, you know, their internet connection is in the mix and in fact, actually, I have to tell you a story. One of our employees lives in a very old home. And uh, as she plugs in the equipment, she had the fuse blown several times, right? It's just like very, very old house and the wiring is not great or whatever. And we had several pieces of equipment actually damaged. And we were like thinking, oh, something's wrong with that particular piece of equipment. We kept replacing it. 
And then after the third time, we're like, what is going on here? And then we find out that it's actually how the electric wiring is in her home. So that's just an example of things that are not in our control that actually impact the experience and the service that they would provide. So I think doing our best to anticipate everything and then providing the best we can, but then being very agile to learn and change as we need. And coming up with ad hoc solutions, right, is so important for us to continue to keep that productivity and satisfaction of our employees, customers, and partners going. Let's take a quick break, listeners. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your business is at the center of change and your users are going remote. Is your current employee experience needlessly complicated, hurting their productivity and impacting security? Are they able to access any of their apps and data easily across devices without switching contexts? Introducing Citrix Workspace, a unified platform that enables the employees to be productive and collaborative while giving you the intelligent security data you need. Citrix Workspace, all the elements, one environment. To learn more, visit citrix.com workspace. Visit today. This is CTN Viewpoint on CIO Talk Network. Welcome back, listeners. So, Sarisha, before the break, you shared your experience related to adopting the digital workspace concept. Any specific challenges you faced during this adoption journey that you are addressing currently? Yes, Sanjog. So as we were looking at the experience of our employees with communication, we realized that our existing tools weren't totally meeting the needs. So we wanted to go ahead and get a new tool set for them to communicate and collaborate. But the challenge is that we needed to think through all of the security implications before rolling that out. And then that took a while, right? So you have to worry about data loss prevention. You have to worry about those tools are with single sign-on. There were so many different things that we needed to think about before we rolled those out. So that took longer And then while we are figuring all of that out, people are wanting to have better collaboration and experience. So that was a challenge to make sure that we're not compromising on security, but also providing the solutions quicker. So besides buying a technology solution, what specific people, process, and culture-related considerations we must address to achieve the intended outcome? Yeah, I think that's a good question because people, process, and culture play a very important role, right, in us achieving our results. One thing that was loud and clear for us is change management. Like I mentioned before, you know, there is change overload on everyone. And even like rolling out a very small additional feature in an existing communication platform caused so much anxiety in people because, oh, now this is like this button moved from this place to another place and I can't find it while I just want to share my screen 
on this platform, for example, right? And normally it wouldn't be a lot, but because there is so much change around, people are overwhelmed. So I think having good change management practices and ensuring that we are looking at it empathetically from their perspective as to how many changes are happening and rolling out the communication appropriately, all of that was very important for us. The other, I would say, is setting the right expectations and meeting or exceeding them and not setting too high an expectation about anything, right, about the tools or the platforms or things like that. Maintaining the culture, you know, that was attached to the common workplace. So when we were all in our building, we had so many things around us that reminded us of our culture. So the big thing was we didn't have to choose to understand what the culture is. The culture was just around us. But now with remote, we are rolling out like weekly videos from different people around the company talking about what's going on. We have uh, within our intranet, we have articles and news and images and videos and things like that. But people have to choose to click on those, to do it. But I think that's better than just leaving it alone because we don't have a physical space. So we are putting a lot of emphasis on that, but we still have a lot more to learn. (laughs) How can business and IT leaders collaborate to build a resilient and a future-fit business that grows reliably at the speed of change? Good question. I would say first, not to differentiate between teams, right? Like form collaborative teams because the leaders don't have all the answers. May it be technology or business, right? The leaders don't have all the answers, especially with the current times. I think things have changed so much that we cannot predict the future using the past. We just have to figure out the future together as things change. So I think we should first have collaborative teams. Like, for example, in GreenPath, we have a pandemic task force that's led by our chief operating officer, which has individuals from multiple areas, right? It'll be technology, information security, operations, like different teams came together for that. And then we have a return to work team that's led by our CFO. And then we have, again, different people, facilities, technology, information security, everybody involved in it. And our communications team is led by our chief people officer. Again, I'm emphasizing the cross-collaboration and cross-functional teams working together on the ground to figure out what's going on, right? So we can actually build good systems and good procedures and policies for our success together. I think the other thing I would mention, like I said, the leaders don't have all the answers, but it's important for the executive team and the leaders to work together for the good future of the company rather than work in silos. So that's another thing that's working very well in at GreenPath is because we all come together to solve the problems and to form whether it is 
new technology that we want to bring in or a new partner that we want to incorporate. We are working at it together with multidimensional thinking towards it. So we have the chief marketing officer there, the operating officer, and you know the CIO, the CFO, everybody together. I think that's one thing I love about Green Path is we work together as a team and there isn't a fighting for fame at all. And I think that's working very well for us. Once again, thank you so much, Risha, for sharing your thoughts and insights about how an organization can make remote work scalable and secure. Thank you for having me, Sanjoga. I appreciate it. Thanks again. And listeners, I invite you to find related conversations on our website at ciotalknetwork.com. This is CTN Viewpoint on CIO Talk Network. This CTN Viewpoint is brought to you by Citrix.